0: I like the city, I've been browsed Treading
1: water that they drowning My head on a swivel, yeah It's only really my surroundings Hello and welcome to episode 84 of the Smash Accept podcast. I'm your host, Michael Royer. We are coming at you live right now. We have about two minutes and 49 seconds before the random draft order for Smash 5. And I got to say, I had my morning bang here. I got the day off. And my man John is on today to talk a little bit of do's and don'ts when it comes to rookie drafts with things that are coming up and the reveal of the Smash 5 draft order. Let's go. Let's get it, man. Yo, this is. This is one of my favorite times, right? We did this starting in Smash 1, and like the whole league followed. And then we did it in Smash 2, and then we did it in Smash 3, and then 4. Now now 5. I mean, there are 5 of them. And this is so exciting because Monday is draft day with the rookies involved. Smash 1 through 4 are doing their rookie drafts. And you and I are going to be in Smash 5 with 10 awesome guys here. We're going to get their draft order. And we do it Kentucky Derby style, which I think if you guys don't do that in your draft... Gotcha. do it because get your draft order and then that guy who gets 101 he gets to choose maybe his tier break is at 105 and he decides that he wants to draft in that spot and which I suggest you know you guys just pick 112 you know I don't want the 101 102 I never get that draft John
0: <laughs> Yeah I, I I think that there is a conspiracy building though here, Dad, that you're, you've somehow rigged, I don't think there's any way to do it, but somehow you have like an agreement with fantasy nerds or something. Right, you, I talk to, to fantasy How do you keep nerds. doing this?
1: I got the 102 every time. I, I've Amazing. gotten it every time. Yeah. And I've gotten Josh Allen or traded back every single time, you know, and it, it just feels right, you know what I mean? It feels right since I'm going to be in all the Smash Leagues and, uh, you know, it's just been a lot of fun. Like, I absolutely love interacting with the the listeners, interacting with guys. The group chat has been just phenomenal and and it just keeps growing and growing right i mean that that small community has went from 12 to now over 60 people and it is just it's a fun chat to be a part of and the nice part is and you and i have talked about this off air. got one minute to go the other guys are starting to answer questions and there are people that message me and like i'm doing trades with them and i'm like that's the exact trade i would have sent and they're like i know because we listen to you and we like (laughs) we we adapt these things and i'm like Man, they make it tough, and this is I, gonna be I gotta say, another yeah, tough yeah. league.
0: Th- these Smash leagues are fantastic. I, I actually follow some of the other ones. I, you know, of course, we love the the original Smash one, uh, but I, yeah, just the group chats, the number of trades are unreal. And in the way that I mean, this thing right here—the the, the hype that's been building—the whole g- Smash Five group is going nuts right now.
1: And it's been awesome the on sleeper. I mean, we switch yeah. switch Smash One and Two over to mm-hmm. sleeper. Three and Four are on sleeper. Five will be on sleeper. And when you post something in your in the group chat, all twelve people see. Oh, dude We are ten seconds. Woo. Ooh, it's going to obviously go from twelve to one. John, what spot you want here? I mean, I'm thinking three, four in my mind would be I nice. I
0: Yeah, maybe the top top end of the order See what we Let's got see, here well top Dude.
1: six if it's a it, it bad, is right off the bat the draft order is coming this? people this is this is what we this is what we live for man this is what our afternoon's been all about i almost can't take so, there's so much going on this week nfl Dude. draft rookie drafts and now we got this smash five draft
0: order come on it, it's
1: gonna be this. such a fun week you know And it's like where are those guys gonna go pick 12 is at ff michael sorry you have no right. choice you're going to get whatever we give you, you know? And I, I set him for 10 right. seconds so we get a little bit of time to... Yep. V. Pizzle. I love my boy V. Pizzle. He's got the 11. One of my favorite Twitter handles out there. Yes. Just a love fun name dude. to say. Oh, man, this is... Man, I, like, my heart's beating right Troy now. Cards, you know, like another great guy. We were talking, he might get the 101. You know, he, he didn't slip me a five spot. So, no, Troy Cards. Troy Cards. Pick 10. I like that. We got... It comes. I can't pronounce this one. It's Cinelew, C I N. E-L-I-O-O, okay. here we go. You know, Let's like, see, John, we're, we're, a dynasty, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, what is going on here? The conspiracy is over. Cons- wow Man, well, I, I knew, happened. John, I knew I should've it's put my myself presence. in the 12 spot. You're getting the one, See Here presence, we go. Uh, here. Soon to be second place, John, that's you, my friend. Oh, my You're at pick seven. Uh, I had to, I was hoping there was some, right? Okay, that's not too bad. Okay. Dungeons and Dragons.
0: All right, all right. Dungeons and Dragons side hobby here at pick six i
1: like that <laughs> i think Fantasy it's dungeons and, and dynasty. dynasty i just messed it up but we got okay. coach uh oh another coach Ronicker. is that renicker i'm getting old coach i gotta Renecker get my readers five, out john top, I, got, top I got five option here here we go johnny taylor 28 he was our first guy in the group he is at okay. pick four that's a nice spot johnny, to be. be good we got a couple guys in be place here john. man it was i gotta say well i got some anxiety oh lance k another great guy you know, this is. I had anxiety when I was in this spot. If any of you guys are watching this live yeah, and you're still there, you're like, Woo, what's gonna happen? We got Rude's KC. Ooh, a KC fan Ooh, okay. picking it too. That okay. seems pretty easy. Okay. Yeah, and who's the yeah. number one guy? Here he is. Drum roll. Brr, boom. Wacy Russell. All right. Wacey Russell. Congrats. So, yo, that. You know, that's that's a fun that's little fun. thing. I yeah. love doing that. You know, I'm gonna throw the overlays back here so they know. Did you see my... You put yourself as Rookie Fever John. I put myself as future Smash 5 champ. But it's going to be difficult. Because, <laughs> okay. like, the guys in the group chat, you know, Smash 3, I came away with eight first-round picks. And they're like, sorry, Dad. They must have really been trying to yeah. suck up to you. Smash, except 4, my team's <laughs> dominant. And they're like, ah, they must have been trying to work it that way. Uh, you know, we got some... We're going to bring it. Matthew Reuter, who's Rude's KC, he said, yo, let's go. He's got the 102. Honestly you you lucked out there yeah, matthew you know you got you got a it's great nice. spot there that's nice the fun thing john is we're doing this and we're not drafting until monday so now we have almost mm-hmm. a full week yeah to shape your trades, roster. come on you know, like, my,
0: my first round pick is is going on the block here let's let, see let's
1: put it up there immediately but in other leagues you know you get those two minute windows and it's just like get it going what we like to do in smash except is like dude you got an eight hour window no one's taken one in all five leagues yeah. Yeah. No one's taking eight hours. Even these in,
0: guys know what they're doing. Even yeah. around
1: 25, they're still getting them out there, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's just fun to put it out there ahead of time, a week in advance, where now all of a sudden, if I want to move back from whatever spot I'm in in the first and accumulate some value or my AirPods falling yeah. out, you know, like those things, yeah. I'm, I'm going to make those moves. So I'm I, excited. I know you're excited. Yeah.
0: Oh, but t- I, I got to figure out what is, what is my strategy. You know, I went completely all in and smashed one, took it down. So you know
1: you don't, just my, you don't that's my picks. tendency. You don't have picks until the Biden administration's over though. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I did go all in. I, I w- think I may I have was wishing it would be over year. sooner, but you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I might be able to to repeat, but
1: the, the competition looks fierce right now in Smash Wall. Dude, and, and you and I were like Neck and neck there. I mean, I started yeah, out like we ten and zero. You did. and then I, I didn't. I didn't move on. If I made that trade with you, I would have been in the ship with you. You still would have beat me. But it was like we were going at it, man. Oh and yeah, everybody else we loved was, that. They were they were loving that. And now, like some of the trades, they're like, mm, I don't think so. You're you're the host. We're not kind of making those. But yeah, love that. Yeah. Today, what I want to talk about a little bit is when it comes to this time of year, right? We all get that rookie fever. We want to buy in. We want to buy players that are upside mm-hmm. guys. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of moving pieces right now. There's some things that can happen, right? And some guys that we absolutely love that we're going to talk about, like Devonta Smith, Elijah yeah. Moore, Antonio mm-hmm. Gibson, Terry McLaurin. There's a lot of moving pieces that we're going to find out here on, on Thursday and Friday. You know, I love yeah. this time of year because it's my, my birthday is always day two Amazing. of the NFL draft, or day one, day two. And it's just like a fun experience seeing where these guys go. And this year's class has people have been down on them, but they're definitely going to have some fantasy impact on our players.
0: No, no question about it. Now, one of the things I love about this Smash Five draft is we get the actual rookie, twenty twenty two rookie names in the draft right after it's completed. I think that Monday after is the best time because you know and- the the real ones have already been doing their homework. They've been listening right. to the pod. They've been listening to Waldman. They've been listening to That all these guests that you brought on, John Loud was in there talking about Matt Hicks. Seems like forever ago. Derek
1: Brown. I mean, we've had great, great people on here, and it's like that was to prepare you for this because what we want, we want all of our leagues to be as soon as possible after the draft because that gives you that competitive edge. You know, a lot of them are like, "Hey, let's draft in late July." You're like, "What?" No, like get all in there, man. Draft early May. Like you guys have the advantage now because you guys have been listening to us. You've been, you know, following the content. You've been doing things and we just kind Mm of try to give you that best. And now we're going to see where these guys go, right? And this is like so exciting because we are literally drafting Monday and you're going to have to decide, man what are we going to do with these players? Where's yes. Brees Hall going? Where's, you know, where's Kenneth Walker going to go? Where's Ty? Yeah. All these guys that we've been falling in mm-hmm. love with in this class, where are they going? You know, and there's there's landing spots that are great. There's landing spots that are going to hurt. And that's the whole risk of this time of season, right? It's like, right. do I want to buy in on those picks? And and this year we've talked about the class as a whole is not super powerful up front. You know, like most yep. of our guys have said those 2023 class. And John even went as far as to say there are 10 players He would take over the one-on-one this year, you know, and, and most of our guys said eight, but Mm -hmm. you got to look at those things and you got to, you got to figure out what this draft's going to look like, where you want to be. And it's, it's just crazy time of year. You know, like this is where you separate the men from the boys where you can really make an advantage. Right.
0: And I, and I think that's the key point, right? If you've really been paying attention and all these mocks and what these, these teams are doing, they've actually kind of revealed some of these teams have kind of telegraphed almost what, they're probably going to do in the first round. And so if you're kind of in the know, you've been doing your homework, you can actually get ahead of that. You can actually make some pre NFL draft moves. If you think some guys are actually going to take a hit in value, they get drafted over, or you have new competition, a new alpha wide receiver, that kind of thing. You may want to actually make some moves now, get ahead of it. Right. So
1: we, we got stuff out there. Is like, Oh, I got the band up again, but like, Already, you know, teams yeah. are out there, and do you believe there this? You it's go. like multiple executives have told ESPN Todd McShay that the there Eagles' preference at fifteen is Jamison Williams. You know, and we got yeah. we got like talk like that that we've never had in the past, where people are like, "This is what we're going to do," and some of it's right. smoke screen, some of it's there. But you got to at least mm-hmm. look at it, John. I mean, if yes. Jamison Williams goes there, and I've heard Chris Olave, who they brought in a bunch. Let's talk about the Eagles first, because you know they're yeah. near and let's dear in my to my heart. Let's go Eagles, yeah. And I mean, Devonta Smith is a guy. I haven't smashed three as one of my cornerstones. I was listening to Dynasty Nerds the other day. They have him as a top 12 Dynasty wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I have him at 14 right now. But, I mean, yeah. what he was able to do his rookie year, over 900 yards, you know, multiple touchdowns with Jalen Hurts in a run-first offense. Now mm-hmm. we get to a situation where let's import Chris Olave. Let's import Jamison Williams. What does that yes. do for the Eagles? I mean, I think the bottom line is, and, and for me – I still can't believe how cheap Jalen Hurts is because Jalen Hurts will be a top right. ten quarterback right. this year. He is at a spot where like, dude, they have surrounded him. They want to put it in there. They've traded that other first round pick and moved back with the Saints. And you know it's Jalen Hurts. They're not gonna draft a quarterback at fifteen or eighteen. My my hope is they take, you know, they, they take uh one of the one of the elite corners in this class, maybe mm-hmm, a linebacker, mm-hmm. beef up that defense. But if they take Olave or if they take Jameson yeah. Williams, what happens to Devontae Smith? Right, we got to right. start thinking that way.
0: Yeah, that, here's what, so so here's my takes? view. I actually do think there's quite a bit of risk on Devonte Smith at his current value, and we know about the recency bias. People are going to react to this NFL draft. People are going to have rookie fever, and I think that's pretty obvious. <laughs> Jalen Rager, sorry, and right. JC Artega Whiteside. Ortega. I mean, you, well, he's a you, tight you, end now, bro. He's, he's a, a tight end. end. I know. We're I'm just, good. It's funny, but here's the thing. I do think that Devonta Smith will take a hit. I'm actually kind of convinced that they may go. It depends on if their wide receiver's there, but let's say it's Jameson Williams or Chris Olave. When you look at Devonta Smith in his rookie season, he did look good, but he didn't quite have what he had at Alabama. Like he he was struggling to get open deep and that long play with Jalen Hurts. You saw a couple, I think but it's most more Jaylen, of his, it's more Jalen yeah, Hurt Hurts Smith. a little bit. I mean, it Devonta Smith, I think, is
1: an elite talent. Like he really yeah. is. The thing that he checked for me was my, my biggest concern was the size, right? I mean, there yeah. has never been a breakout a guy that has come in mm-hmm. at his size and done it. And he was able to 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 get off press coverage. He was able to, yeah. you know, he had almost a thousand yards you did as a look rookie. Look pretty good, yeah. You if can't we don't have Jamar back. Chase going ham or Jalen yeah. Waddle, we we would be talking about in a lot of league, a lot of years. This is the mm-hmm. wide receiver one out of that class, and yeah. I think. The biggest thing that I'm going to take away from a lot of this, John, is Mm -hmm. if they do take Chris Olave, if they do take Jamison Williams, that is the time to buy Devontae Smith because what is going to happen? Right now, you don't buy. Don't buy him now. And you don't sell either because that's the tricky part. But if they don't take one of those guys, I think he's well over 1,000 yards this year, hands down. Mm -hmm. If they Mm -hmm. do take them, I think he still is the wide receiver one on that team. And if Jalen Hurts doesn't pan out in Philadelphia, they have put themselves in a situation with 223 firsts in a fantastic quarterback class to move up. So it's a long game. Devonta Smith is 23 years old. I love the talent. I think Mm -hmm. he is ultimately a fringe wide receiver one, always going to fall in that wide receiver two category until he gets that quarterback play.
0: Yeah, I think that for me, is that wide receiver two. We know Jalen Hurts, especially for this coming season. I just worry if they do take a – wide receiver there that the target volume Mm -hmm. comes into it's already kind of a a lower passing offense jalen hurts is obviously going to use his legs they like to run the the ball a lot so i think he's a wide receiver too he could take a bit of a hit i actually wouldn't mind selling him if you could get into the top five top six of this draft Mm -hmm. in a super flex draft I'd, i'd consider that right now but you're absolutely right the time to buy would be if they do go out and get jameson williams buy him low Here's another one, though. Would it shock you as an Eagles fan if they actually draft a running back? Let's say day day two, and they someone falls and they bring in somebody to then you got Miles Sanders, Kenny yeah. Kenny Gainwell, and another running back. It actually wouldn't it, surprise me if they did that. It
1: felt like they really wanted to get Kenny Gainwell situated early. Mm-hmm. But then when they struggled, you know, they, they moved on. Because Miles Sanders ended yeah. up having a, a low-key good season. Jordan Howard looked really good. Boston Scott looked really good. This is definitely a run-first offense, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I think it's going to be a committee with with the coach coming over from the Colts. And it was obvious we had talked about that before. You know, they yeah. are going to be a committee-type uh, move. John, to your point, we were talking about targets. I mean, yeah. Devonta Smith, 114 targets last year. That's not a lot. You know, the next highest right. – Dallas Goddard, eighty-eight. Goddard. Yeah. Quez Watkins, sixty-nine. Jalen Rager, sixty. That's about fifty-nine too many, you know. And then there's the next highest was Zach Ertz, who you know got traded. I mean, is Folgam still there? Don't don't, <laughs> don't don't do it, man. Don't do there, it. Sir. You know, Greg Ward had eleven targets. That those could have been Folgam targets, which would have just been elite. Um, but I mean, I think yeah, you give him one hundred and twenty-five, one hundred and thirty targets. You know, the, there there just wasn't a lot to go around. If you look at that, we're not talking about a huge, you know, vacated targets or anything like that, but someone's going to come in and, and Quez Watkins is going to move into that three. I feel like Jalen mm-hmm. Rager just, yeah. you know, oh man, it's so sad with Jalen it's sad. Rager. It you know, it's sad, just, man. I, I see that Justin RIP. Jefferson video every single time in my head, you know, as a, as a low-key <laughs> Eagles fan. Oh, um, so bad. But I, I do think Dallas Goddard, we did see – Over the final six weeks, a guy that, in my mind, has moved into that top five conversation, at least. Top five, top six tight ends. And especially, I mean, when we saw Gardner Minshew play, we saw that game, 120-plus yards, two touchdowns. And, you know, like, don't fade the Eagles' skill position players yet. Because I think Jalen Hurts is going to keep them in that same area. But if they mm -hmm. move on from him, and in 2023 they draft one of these young, upside, elite quarterbacks, we can see some huge dividends.
0: And by the way, there's a there's a really important lesson here when we get to the NFL draft, not to overreact to a guy they draft being, let's say, number two on the depth chart. In this case, Dallas Goddard was playing with Zach Ertz, and we always mm-hmm. talked about what would happen if Zach Ertz moved on. Sure enough, he did. Now Goddard, in my mind, is is the top top six, top seven tight end in dynasty. And in those premium leagues, he's a really nice asset. So yeah. a, another example he's still
1: is still achievable. I mean, I, I yeah. traded for him in Smash 2. I gave up the 110. And, I'm, yeah, and, I mean, it's, and, and it's 1.75 tight end premium there. So, like, if yeah. you can get a guy like that for 110 but, in a right. class like this, do Just it. Take,
0: you could take advantage, buy low on some of these guys that might be behind in the depth chart as a rookie. Another example of this is Nick Chubb gets drafted at the early part of the second round, but he's behind Carlos Hyde and everyone's, like, writing him off. Right. And then I think before the season even started, Cleveland gets rid of – Hyde and Chubb's the number one guy and look at what he's done. I mean, obviously, Kareem Hunt's been there, but Chubb has been an RB1 for quite some time now. So don't overreact to the depth chart right away. If they invest in some of these guys, they're going to get – especially if it's round one, round two draft capital, these yeah. guys are going to get their their time, right?
1: Dude, absolutely. And that's what I'm trying to say here is like we always teach not to overreact and not not to do things you know, where we just have to blow it up, right? And And people get – after yeah. this happens, they're going to overreact, you know, and they're going take to take advantage ready. of that. Yeah. The The other guy that's in a very similar situation is Elijah Moore. Another guy that I have a lot of, of shares of. I, I love his situation, uh, but we're mm-hmm. looking to hear FF calculator. If you guys don't follow him, awesome Twitter handle to follow. And he said, dynasty, take your pick right now. And you're looking at Devonta Smith, 53%, Elijah Moore, 46%. And, and John, I think, both of these guys are in similar type situations, right? They are. We're not quite proven. Almost identical. We're not, we're not quite sold on the quarterback yet of how things work. You know, we're we're seeing an, an offense where they're trying to put weapons around those quarterbacks to give them an opportunity. But Elijah Moore comes across. Elijah Moore was someone that John Laub said last week that he actually is taking pretty much it's Garrett Wilson is the only guy he would take over Elijah Moore in this, okay. in this particular draft class. And I love the talent, but similar type situation when you start to look at it.
0: And I think there's a couple of the guys I would probably take ahead of Elijah Moore. And I think that Mong brought this up on one of the pods, right? The guy, the guy's no way is going to be the, the only guy in that offense. The Jets have completely telegraphed that they're going to take a wide receiver, very likely at 10. I, I kind of have a hard time seeing them take one at four, but they will at 10. I mean, it, it's, oh, it's I, think so. I would just say it's a done deal, like. Go ahead and take the Vegas odds that they give you on that, and so you're looking at an, a potential alpha wide receiver coming in. It could be Garrett Wilson, or Drake London, or Jamison Williams. It's going to be a baller, and so Elijah Moore is not going to be the only guy there. i personally lower on Zach Wilson. I look, no question, Elijah Moore looked really good, but for sure, if you are going to take the plunge and trade for him, now is not the time. I would wait till after the draft. His stocks, again, these reactions are going to happen. Oh, for sure. And you buy low on that if you like that situation. But again, you look at the targets that are going to go around there. Yeah, Elijah Moore's still going to get his. But if they bring in a Garrett Wilson or a Jameson Williams, I mean, come on. He's going to take a little bit of a hit. He's not necessarily going to be the clear wide receiver one.
1: I think, again, we're looking at a very nice talent here where we have a situation where if they do, in fact, and when they do, in fact, take a wide receiver, his value is going to drop. But he still could be in that se- situation where, you know, like I, I saw from FF Padawan, great content here. Rookie season comparison between Elijah Moore and CeeDee Lamb, right? We love CeeDee Lamb. I have him all the way up as my dynasty wide receiver three. Most people, consensus, he's top eight, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. So you look at the rookie season comparison Snapchat yeah, leads Elijah I like that. Moore. Slot snap share, you know, sixteen percent for Elijah Moore. A lot of people think he's always in the slot. CD Lamb at 84. Mm Route, routes routes run, pretty similar. You know, targets, if you go targets per game, would have been similar, you know, because he missed some time there. Target share, both at 18%. Target rate. I mean, air yard share leads to Elijah Moore. Yards per route run, pretty even. Success versus man. I mean, 76.8% as a rookie Mm -hmm. on that Mm -hmm. is pretty fantastic i mean when you when yeah. you get down to it
0: yeah and he and, missed a couple games so exactly yeah, the, so, I the mean, volume could pick up a little bit yeah
1: in half points ppr you're looking at 11 points versus you know 10 points when you're talking fantasy points per game i like elijah moore i think elijah moore his route running ability is going to put him in a situation where again just like devonta smith i think he falls in that wide receiver two ad category exactly. and i know john we yeah. talk about you know, if the guy doesn't – we're not taking a strong top five point. We always say he'll be in that wide receiver two category. There's at least 47 of them for most analysts. But, you know, That's my this, view. the range of outcomes for both of those guys is in that area. And I think yeah. the time I'd to handle buy him, him the will same be way. post-draft. Yeah.
0: Not, now's not the time. I do think yeah. that his value will take a hit. And, and then we'll have to see how it plays out. But here's the other thing. Staying with the Jets. Yeah. They had, there's been a ton of noise about them drafting a running back, including a lot of mocks that have Brees Hall going early round two. So are you moving off Michael Carter right now? I mean, you there's know, some major
1: risk there. You you know, I was buying up Michael Carter. I know anyway you were because yeah. it was cheap, you know, and it really right. was because right. people were, were talking that way. Obviously the jets don't know how to run a dynasty team like you and I do, because of if course, you listen yeah. to the rebuild episode, you yeah. know, that's one of our favorites. <laughs> the running back's the last piece okay Mm -hmm. let's 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 work on that o-line let's protect zach wilson but michael carter led the nfl last year in in yards after broken tackles you know he Mm -hmm. was a guy in in evade tackles. and yeah he just looked really good at times you know and it's like they have so many other needs but if they take Brees hall the value of michael carter is going to plummet like crazy you know and i just hope then Buffalo takes him at 25. I hope they move up there. But you and I were talking, uh, you know, the difference between Kenneth Walker and Brees Hall is not as big as most people make it out to be. And if the Jets go and they take Brees Hall and Buffalo is able to get Kenneth Walker later in the second, Kenneth Walker has a potential to be worth more than Brees Hall because he's not going to go early second. He's going to go mid to late second and could get in one of these landing spots that we really are looking for. You know, I mean... His value should skyrocket if it goes to the Bills. If he goes to the Dolphins, everybody's like, oh, the Dolphins aren't a good landing spot. I mean, what, you think they're going to just say, oh, you know what, this is Chase Edmonds' backfield. We just, you know, they didn't pay Chase Edmonds' starter money. He's going to work into the mix. But Kenneth Walker is a guy, or Atlanta even. Atlanta Mm -hmm. still doesn't have a running back. Corderell Patterson's going to mix in there. But there's some situations here where it's up in the air, right? So it's like, if you you buy Michael Carter this week for a second-round pick and the Jets don't take Brees Hall, you win. Smash accept. Yeah.
0: It's just you, how much you, risk you know, that that's the tricky thing. Totally. If, and I yeah.
1: If they go in and do it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think if they do take Brees Hall, you wait a little bit, you trade yeah. for Michael Carter, because then he instantly becomes a Tony Pollard type like elite handcuff. You know, he's a guy yeah. that if that offense continues to, to ascend, I think he's a, a guy that can put up R B two numbers for sure. Yeah, and, and look
0: be careful. Like if you're going to try to make a move for, let's say the one one right now, I posted a poll on this exact scenario that you just brought up. Who would you rather have Brees Hall with the jets or Kenneth Walker with the bills? I think it's a very likely scenario. I do not I do. think the bills are going to take a running back in the first round. They got like the analytics. God being there, right. Moneyball. Like, I yeah. don't think they're going to do it. Right. Right. But in the second round. Okay. That's kind of the savvy thing to do now. It right? is. So that scenario is possible about 60% of the vote had Kenneth Walker, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just depends and we, on- and we, we hammered that Dicer. home last
1: yeah. episode with John. It's like, if that happens, you know, like Boom, a lot of those running stocks, backs- 103 we're, stock? We're talking yeah. two to three, we're, we're two, three-year window- maybe four when you're talking about a rookie running back, but I would want the guy that's in Buffalo for two to three years than the guy that's in with the jets. Yeah. And And you can still put up fantasy numbers, but these guys are closer than that's what I'm saying. Like people
0: are like, Oh, it's going to be another CEH thing with the landing spot. I'm like, "Mm, not so much. I mean, these guys aren't that far apart. I think that we're inflating Brees Hall just a bit too much. His profile looks amazing. The analytics community loves him. I get it. I do get it. Kenneth Walker hasn't proven it yet on the receiving. I think he can. And if a, and if a team drafts him like Buffalo, they've very likely worked him out, thrown him a ton of balls, yeah. and they're convinced he can catch the ball. I so think he
1: can, you just know? keep
0: that stuff in mind. Like if you're looking at a one hundred one, one hundred two move right now, like how much risk are you willing to take on here?
1: Well, let's talk about one hundred two. I popped it up there. You know, like yep. dude, we're in sync right now. Like honestly, I mean, I'd be Justin Timberlake because it's, it's gonna be May. <laughs> but uh, you know, we gotta look at this. One of my one of my favorite guys in Smash Four, Brian Russell. That's. Mm-hmm. at ff come on help me out here oh FFB man be i can't i can't read man i'm gonna Yo, have to get man. my readers john like i'm i'm getting <laughs> old over here you know what i mean i still wear my hat backwards it's the ken griffey law but i uh, gotta work that he puts out a 12 team super flex ppr mm-hmm. point per carry tight end premium he must be talking about smash league price check probably wondering if he's crazy or just in the minority here antonio gibson or the 102 so let's say it goes in your yeah. situation antonio mm-hmm. gibson and terry mclaurin are two other guys that you know washington is probably yes. going to take some type of skill position player here if they take yeah. let's start with gibson mm-hmm. let's say in their situation they take isaiah spiller you know i yeah. feel like that's going to drop antonio gibson's value in my opinion has already baked in value that they do draft a running back Because if you tell me that Kenneth let's say Kenneth Walker, you know, we said goes to the Bills, that makes this trade close. If Kenneth Walker goes to the Ravens, right? Which we've seen in Jeff Bell's mock, do you want Antonio Gibson, who's going to be the starter? They brought back McKissick. Jared Patterson's very serviceable. I think sometimes when they read reports like, hey, Washington Commanders, that's the first I officially said that, so it sounded a little weird. The Washington Commanders are looking for a running back. That doesn't mean they're replacing Antonio Gibson. He is their Mm -hmm. RB1.
0: Yeah, they could be trying to replace McKissick, who just nearly left town. The thing about it, the the risk that you might see with Gibson is the Commanders did indeed bring all of the top running backs in for visits. Their top 30 visits, all of them. And so people are just like, what's going on there is – are they gonna run more of a committee? Is Gibson's workload gonna take a hit? McKissick came back, so that's the thing. I I think it's kind of a fair deal. I'm I'm not gonna overreact to the commanders' thing. No way they take a running back in round one. We know that. I do think though that they will take a wide receiver um, to to give Wentz uh, another option there. It, it, there's nobody else besides McLaurin. And so I think McLaurin will take a hit in this draft. i could kind of convince them, but He's another guy that he's already kind of a potentially by low after the draft. You may mm-hmm. want to look at it and they're, they're saying Carson Wentz is not going to be a bridge quarterback either. Like this is our guy for a while. He's an upgrade over, you know, who they've had there. Right. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, th- I think you could look at a by low on McLaurin here after the draft. Gibson um, could be a by low. I mean, again, back to that, Trade, would you take the 102 or Gibson? I don't know. Like, If you need a running back in return, man, if one of those landing spots for Walker or Hall does not look good, go to Baltimore.
1: It's a gamble. Man, that's, that's It's rough. a gamble. Yeah. I am not trading Antonio Gibson for the 102 for the, okay. because what I'm yeah. thinking in my mind is both of them have to land in an ideal spot. I am I'm not taking. I'm not trading Antonio mm-hmm. Gibson for any of the wide receivers in this class. You and I both mm-hmm. love Antonio yeah, Gibson. Yeah, love the guy. I, if you look on Fantasy Pros, he, they got him as a between six and nine in your dynasty in their dynasty rankings. I have him, you know, in my top ten as well, top ten to twelve. I feel like in in, in yearly he's in a top ten or twelve. So I like. I, think, I so. think Antonio Gibson is a buy right now. I mean, I feel like we're yeah. almost baking in the value that they take. They're not taking Brees Hall. You know, like, you can quote me on that later. But, like, we're baking in that they bring in legit competition because of the narrative that Antonio Gibson is not a bell cow back. You know, and because he doesn't catch passes. He does. And he proved there were times where McKissick was out last year where Gibson took on the role, and he was a top 10 fantasy running back. And I think he has that potential.
0: Yeah, if they bring someone else in some more weapons to surround Wentz with, they can stretch the field a bit more kind of help with the stack so, boxes that he's had to face. I mean, it so could help out a couple matchups.
1: Carson Wentz uh, yeah. is hated across the league. He really Tennessee is. Community. Wow. He was a he was a QB1 last year. He was the QB12 crazy in, to, in a 6-point yeah. passing format. And Wild. I would say and He's the best quarterback that Terry McLaurin's had throwing him the ball. I mean, I feel no, like. No
0: question. Yeah.
1: And, and the McLaurin, if McLaurin was under contract and he, and he played it out there, I think this is potentially a year where Terry McLaurin has his best year yet. He has not had a wide receiver two next to him who's been competent. You know, like they just haven't had that guy there to take a yeah. little bit of that pressure away. They've been able to key on him. I don't mm-hmm. love Terry McLaurin in Dynasty, but I'm seeing him as a late 23 1st first. I've seen him being sold. Mm-hmm. For, I saw him go for the one twelve and like a okay. toss in wide receiver the other day, and okay. I'm okay doing that. That's you know, tentative. like I, I, I think that's a move that you can make. Most people don't love Terry McLaurin in Dynasty. Most people hate Carson Wentz in Dynasty, but I think we're we're gonna see couple a couple after yeah. the draft. Yeah, Michael Pittman was the wide receiver fifteen. We hated Carson mm-hmm. Wentz in that situation, mm-hmm. but the man still threw 27 touchdowns. He throws a ton of horrible passes. He makes a ton of horrible choices. He's going to fumble. He like will crazy. lose in the
0: first round of the playoffs. But that
1: does not affect Terry McLaurin. You yeah, know, like that, it's going to happen. Yeah. So, and they're definitely going to take it's a it's a one year thing with Wentz. You know, I think prove it kind of deal. And totally. They're gonna take another wide receiver, but there's only so many wide receivers to go around, you know. Let's maybe let's another Ohio
0: about... State wide receiver, by the way, to pair up with McLaurin. That would be interesting. Ooh.
1: Ooh, which one are you thinking?
0: I would. I mean, I don't think, think Wilson as as will be there at 15, but no. Olave wouldn't shock me if he went. Yeah. There in the mid first, that would yeah. be kind of cool to see that actually.
1: And I know we're trying to wrap up here, and I, I wanted to talk to you real quick about those wide receivers, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know yeah. you've had Wilson as your wide receiver yeah. one the whole way, John. I've had I've had Traylon Burks, which I'm still mm-hmm. holding on there, you know, in the right spot. And yeah. uh, obviously, you know, Alave mm-hmm. was where Waldman was at, and yeah. and our boy Mung was with Drake mm-hmm, London. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the landing spot for these guys based on what you've been seeing that really separates them? I mean, is there a, yeah. is there a landing spot where you move one of those guys above I, Garrett Wilson? I
0: think there absolutely is. And here's the thing. Here's my advice is try to get, um, if you have these guys tiered, and you should, right? You have four, maybe five. Maybe yeah, you're, Jameson you're, Williams, I think,
1: belongs in there.
0: I do too. And, and so you're probably going to aim for getting the value there, like a rookie pick where you're getting the last one or two in that tier, Mm -hmm. that would be my advice. But, I mean, one of these guys is going to land in Green Bay. I do think – I mean, the Chiefs have – the Chiefs and the Packers both have two first-round picks. So, KC and Green Bay, far and away in my mind, are the two landing spots that I think are going to Mm -hmm. dramatically impact that order of those top five or someone outside that top five that may creep in. I mean, you're gonna if you potentially so could be the wide receiver one in KC. I mean, come the,
1: on. The same kind of thing that we're talking about with if Brees Hall goes early first and, and Kenneth Walker goes mid to late. Now we're talking what about I'm this early first Ooh, here doesn't late have first. a ton of yeah exactly. Yeah, you're like in late the first Falcons round. are a spot Boom. where like yeah, know okay, Falcons yeah, whatever, Dallas you know
0: what if Traylon yeah. Burks goes to, to to Dallas a lot of the yeah. Cowboys fans are like no but I mean you pair him up with Dak Prescott. The yeah.
1: other things to throw in yeah. there, John, is you go to Green Bay. Yeah. Debo, McLaurin, or A.J. Brown, one of them's going to go for a first round pick. One of them's going to get traded. Could, could
0: happen. You could know, could like,
1: happen. and I mean, Jalen Hurts has been throwing with A.J. Brown on the side, you know, little Amazing. fingers crossed there. You know, like, there's a, all kinds of. This could be the craziest draft yet. Oh, it's it, been. I think
0: it really could easily be. easily yeah.
1: been the craziest offseason. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Get you ready. and I have been texting back and forth. Get your the Smash accept group chats are just blowing up well, because of like, what do I do with right all now, this? by the way. <laughs> Is it?
0: After that live, yeah. We need to post the, the order for these guys. Uh, but yeah, yeah, going
1: nuts. Yeah, I know. They, they don't realize. I get like 400 DMs after that. They're like, yeah. well, which, which spot am I? You know, like, yeah, I love it. I love it. I absolutely love running these leagues. I love the interaction on Twitter. That's why you and I both got on here. That's why we oh, yeah. started this podcast All with hm, Mung, where we're just like, we were answering thousands of questions. Yeah. And like, let's just do it. You yeah. know, out there in the open. And let, let's get it done. And and this is what I absolutely love doing these things and that's why I, I enjoy being in all the smash leagues one of the guys was like hey can i be in another one i'm like no and he, i was like everybody can be in one and he was like you're in all of them i'm like because i love being I'm there the i'm the here, dynasty yeah. dad bro yeah, you want to take on. over commission duties you know <laughs> <laughs> probably not so any any final parting shots here any predictions anything just like dude i want to put my stamp out there because thursday is the draft yeah any any big stamp here you go with Yeah. I,
0: I, I mean, I just cannot wait for the draft itself. To me, this is like perhaps the second best week of the year next to week one or the, you know, the playoffs Just leading up to the draft. Just enjoy it and and have fun with it. Reach out to Mike and I and Mung. You can hit me at dynasty underscore trades, but just be prepared for the unexpected here. I really think this is going to be a wild first round. There's, There's like every mock out there, and they're still all going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. And even even the very top of the draft, we could see some surprises. And so have fun with it. Reach out to us if you have questions. As always, hit us in the DMs. And Smash 5, get ready. Coming for you.
1: It's on, baby. The the biggest thing I got to say is, guys, just don't overreact. I have seen – I am in a league with a guy. As soon as Devontae Adams got traded, he traded Devontae Adams – and a little bit for Jalen Waddle. He's like, yeah, it's a much more secure situation. Then Tyreek Hill goes to Miami. Now all of a sudden he traded Waddle for Pittman. You know, and he's like, he just keeps working his way down there. And I'm like, just don't overreact. You're you're yeah. losing value in a lot of these situations. Yeah. Be careful. If you underreact on some of them, you literally sometimes come out if you just take, and maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't say underreact, but just take a minute, sit yeah. back assess the situation just be like you know what that's yeah. not that bad and people are thinking the wrong way that's how dynasty right. trades are won that's right how on a guy messaged me yesterday and he goes how do you have a roster like that because i've been sharing some of my rosters i've been talking about my roster construction he goes how do you keep winning like in that particularly i've been to the ship four years in a row he's like mm-hmm. how do you do that and not look old insulated trades this yeah. is the time where if elijah moore gets somebody that mm-hmm. goes to the jets now you trade Devontae Adams for Elijah Moore in a 23 first if you're not in a winning situation and then perceived value seems like it goes that way you know be patient strike when the iron's hot but be patient the rest of the way so thanks again for tuning in guys and enjoy the process